0: I'm going to start by saying that I'm backlit here at the Hampton Inn where I'm staying. Um, and it's almost, I don't know if it's angelic or, Wendy, what's the energy of the lighting? It's
4: its like you came down from heaven just to conduct this interview. And I don't think I'm worthy, Michelle.
0: Oh, my God. Oh <laughs> Wendy McClendon-Covey, are you kidding me? You are, hands down... One of not only my favorite actresses, one of my favorite people to interview. I was so thrilled that oh you agreed to do this podcast. I can't even tell you. I genuinely worship you. I love you. Oh, my God.
4: Well, listen, the the admiration is all on this oh. side of the
0: Zoom call, let me tell you. No, 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 no.
4: I adore you. I love following you on Instagram. You're always uh, having more fun than the rest of us, it seems.
0: Well, that's isn't that the point of Instagram, to make everyone else feel like shit? That's sort of what I've... <laughs> Um, yeah am I doing good am I doing a good job (laughs) (laughs) am I pretty tell me I'm pretty that's genuinely the name of this podcast tell me I'm pretty welcome to the show (laughs) first of all you let's really promote Wendy like you need me to promote you but I will oh my Wendy first of all is the star of one of the I mean I would say one of the funniest movies to come out certainly in the pandemic, like a home release for sure. Uh, Barb and star go to Vista Del Mar. I'll say the name of it. Yes. Okay. That was very generous. I'm only in one scene, but it's a pivotal scene. But Wendy, can I say something to you? And I don't want you to, I don't want you to yell at me. I don't want you to scream at me because I know that this entire podcast is going to be the two of us just like showering each other with compliments. But when you showed up, um, I felt light I felt happy I thought and I'll be honest with you I was annoyed that it was only one scene I'm not I'm not going to take away from the moment but they needed more of you and they needed more of the ladies like my friend Rose Abdu who I love so much obsessed with Rose I love her I love her. I want to be in a talking club with her and all those, all those ladies. We should have had Rose on today. That was my mistake. Cause she listens. so we can all send our love to Rose. We adore her. Oh my God. Hi Rose. We love Rose so much, but you, um, you were in that you're in a new Marvel thing that it's a lot of letters. I'm going to say it. Oh, Marvel. Marvel's oh, nice. MODOK. What's that? MODOK. Yes. MODOK.
4: Now, what does MODOK mean? Um, God, I can't remember something, something designed only for
0: killing. Uh huh. <laughs> God, this is the best. That's how I would be too. I'd be like Modoc. I don't know, Modoc, less Doc. Just oh, you know, God. keep me yeah. in the union. That's what I would yell. Wait, I'll look it up. What it means? Modoc. <laughs> Modoc stands for a fictional supervillain. Um, it doesn't say what it is though. For, but it's a bunch of letters. He's kind of cute looking. Yeah. What's his story? Single? What's his deal? He's,
4: he's a big, big old head. Okay. My time. And I. He's like my rival in the the evil scientific lab that we work in. I play Monica Rappaccini and I'm constantly butting heads with this person. Um, But it's, it's stop motion animation. So that's something that's like very time intensive. So the the, um, debut date for this has been pushed back so many times, but it's going to be worth it. It's hysterical. All-star cast. If you like, if you like your science fiction, Super witty and funny.
0: Hello, come join us on Hulu. Get on board with Modoc. I'm not joking. You, I would absolutely talk to this man if he came up to me at a Whole Foods. I'd be like, "He's crazy right now. He's got little arms and legs and a huge, massive smile and head. I'm not against it. He's gonna, he's gonna haunt your dreams, and he's got stuff to teach you." Michelle. Well, I'm always ready to learn, Wendy. If there's one thing you know about me from my Instagram, I'm open to learning, always have been. Modoc, by the way, stands for I feel connected to this mental, mobile, mechanized organism designed only for killing. Wow. Okay, well, there you go. No wonder you remember it. Of course I couldn't remember that. Jeebus. I mean it's three M's for one letter. It should have been Modoc, because it's three M's okay so you're in modoc which is great i can't wait to see that um and we're going to talk about our lives as well but i want to plug everything the goldbergs which is the goldbergs is the that's the cash cow let's be real goldbergs that's the cash cow that's yeah. the greatest job
4: that i've ever had in my life and um yeah we're about to wrap up season
0: eight wow
4: you're bordering Seinfeld. By.
0: Wow. Eight seasons. That's crazy how fast time has passed with it. Yeah. yeah. But it's all, it's been the biggest gift. And I'm so lucky that I had that
4: job to go to during this whole crazy upheaval we've been having, we've been living through because, um, because it's really kept me sane and, and given me some kind of normalcy. So I'm, I, the Goldbergs has just been such a blessing. And I'm thrilled that people have discovered it during during the pandemic, like people that didn't know about it have been watching it on Hulu or watching it in syndication. And Mm. now it's like, oh, wow, we
0: have a whole new fan base. So that thrills me. Well, I'm just honestly happy as a Jewish woman that there is a show, you know, once Seinfeld was taken off the air, I was like, okay, where are the Jews? I mean, I know they're doing a Frasier reboot, which to me feels like an attack. As a Jew, because it's like the least Jewish show ever. Um, but you know what I mean? It's nice that there are, and and it's you and Jeff Garland. Jeff is Jewish because I've actually been to Breakfast at his house, believe it or not, years ago. Yeah, a very okay. lovely guy. Many, many years ago. Uh, I don't believe you are. I read your Wikipedia page. You also could not look less Jewish. Well, when you look at me right next to Adam Goldberg's
4: mom, eh. We kind of look exactly alike. That's the weird that. thing. Mm. Like I can see, I look at her and
0: I think, okay, well, that's what I'm going to look like when I'm in my seventies. Totally. Wow. You know, there are a lot of blonde, blue eyed Jewish people out there. This is a, a misnomer that we don't exist. There aren't a ton of them. Right. Or at least right. a ton that, that um, maybe announce that they're Jewish. They kind of maybe like to pass. Her, like to say. You don't have yeah. to say anything, uh-huh. but I'll say this, <laughs> Wendy, have you learned a lot about my peoples? Cause I just feel like in this, especially after our last president and everything else, yeah. it's a nice thing to have a, such a wholesome, funny show right. about like a nice Jewish family on network television.
4: You know, it's funny that you say that because I don't think enough people think about it that way. Mm. There's not a whole bunch of Jewish families on TV. There just aren't, yeah. especially not on network television. Maybe if you go through, you know, the streamers, you'll find some stuff, but um, I have learned a lot. And the thing about this family is they're not terribly observant, Mm -hmm. but the, the grandpa played by the illustrious George Siegel and Beverly, they bring it out a lot about traditions, family, family takes care of family. We demand excellence for our children and everyone that's around our children. Like, are those bad things? No. Are you kidding? Listen, I all I know, if I've learned one thing about the Goldberg family, is that there's something in the water back in Jenkintown, PA, where all of Adam Goldberg's friends are superstars at whatever field they're in. So if that's what having Jewish parents gets you,
0: hello, let's read that handbook, please. (laughs) you know what it is i think well i know for like in my family at least i think it's just immigrant mentality because my both Uh of my parents were born um overseas after the war you know Uh my family not to bring the mood down you know i love doing that that's really what the podcast should be called bringing the mood down because that's my guess
4: um (laughs) into the basement with
0: michelle Ruining your day. It's just like a daily, like, 10 minutes of me talking about the Holocaust, basically. But, no, but, you know, after the war, and and I just think there was this mentality of, like, survival almost, you know, where you need to... And people have this kind of... um mistaken idea that jewish people are born into money my family certainly wasn't we still don't really have it i'm staying at a hampton Mm -hmm. inn can i just repeat that for everyone listening i'm at a a hampton (laughs) inn on the highway this is a true story Um, excuse me if i'm not mistaken they do give free chocolate chip cookies actually they do and that's funny you know that
4: breakfast buffet so that's not nothing michelle
0: Who's oh, going to say no to that? They do have a nice breakfast. And that is actually why I'm staying here. And the irony is now that with COVID, like obviously there's no buffet. They have a lovely lady. We're best friends. You know, I always befriend the person who brings me food. They're like the first person I befriend always. Yes. But, um, and they do have cookies in the afternoon, which I have to like kind of turn a blind eye because you know, I don't want to, I just want to hit the ground running when this whole thing is over once I'm vaccinated and be like a super slut. That's going to be my Marvel name with like three S's at the front, (laughs) super slut. Like I just am ready to go back out there, but getting back to the whole idea of like Jewish families, like people think, oh, they're born successful. They're born into it. It isn't that it's, it's literally, we are constantly targeted. And I think that there's just this idea of like, we got to work our asses off and really, you know, kind of work hard to make it. I don't know. Yeah. No, you, you take very little time off. And when you do take that
4: time off, it is sacred. Yeah, It is full of family and yeah, you're, you're constantly out running something there. You're right. There is that immigrant mentality. And, and that's one thing I learned about this family is that they had a lot of people back in Eastern Europe that they were constantly referencing, or at least Beverly was like, Hey, cousin Gleb had a, had a horse die on top of him. Not Gleb. He was stuck there for three days. Is that what you want? I suggest you uh, learn that algebra. <laughs> you know, And I'm sorry. Is that bad parenting? No, it's not.
0: Okay, by the way, new way that I'd like to go. It used to be chimp attack. Now I want a big horse to die on me. That's like a dream. I used to think chimp attack, chimp attack. Mm-mm. I wanted I'm right across from the racetrack. We can make it happen this weekend. Let me think this through. Okay, hold on a minute. That's hilarious. I'm, I'm obsessed with Gleb. Like, what's his story? Is he in Ukraine? Where's Gleb these days? Oh, Long God. Dead. I don't Long know dead. where Gleb is, but they,
4: they did a whole Gleb. episode where they showed Gleb's <laughs> pictures at the end. And, and part of it was they came from the old country to the new country and started crying inside, a, um, inside of a grocery store because there were so many choices. They just didn't Aww. understand.
0: I feel that you know? well. Yeah, you're a big Costco person. Wendy, let me just say this. Okay. And I, I haven't even gotten into your, I want to talk so much about your career because I've always adored you looked up to you, but I connect with you because I think that um, you love cats, which are going to talk about all your cats. Nice. I'm a big cat yeah. person, as you probably know. Um, but you do love a big box store. Am I mistaken?
4: Um, you're not wrong about that. Go on. Uh, I, I like to take normalizing walks through target. Yeah. That's kind of like, if I have to go shoot on lo- on location somewhere, I find the target mm. and I familiarize myself with it because I know I'm going to go there a lot. And when I go to target, it's like, okay, I just need toilet paper. And $500 later, I've got all kinds of candles, a whole suite of bath towels that I don't need. like. Uh. I don't know. Yeah. But I do... I do... Um, I love a bargain.
0: Sometimes I'll sit in the uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines portion of a Target. You know that, like, the big um, garden, like, uh, wrought iron uh, shed that they built in the middle of the Target. And I'll just sit there and think... I... I don't need to ever leave. Like I want the horse to yeah. die on me here, because this is where I'd like to go. I want to. I, I've updated the death wish. I want a horse to die on me in the middle of the Chip and Joanna Gaines portion of a Target, and then we will drape um, a eucalyptus <laughs> wreath around your neck. Oh, that is so beautiful. With like a sign that says "dirty clean" like for the dishwasher, like a little metal
4: exactly.
0: Sign. Exactly. They have oh, everything. I stand
4: in that shed and I think, God. Oh. Wouldn't my life be so much simpler if I could just stick to this bland color scheme. Yes, shouldn't I just do that? But oh no, there's a there's a mug over there that will hold a gallon of coffee
0: that says "Live, Love, Laugh," no. and I need to go get that instead. I have to agree with you. I am not a beige person. I'm actually looking for those who can't see it. Wendy is sitting in. Uh, it it looks like the Palace of Versailles. It's absolutely oh, stunning. God. There's a big bookshelf behind you. It's really my kind of a color scheme. Oh, I you. don't you, you do beige. You can't see the floor. It's covered in cat toys. Well, that's why we connect. But I'm not a beige person either, and I'll go sometimes. I always say I'm a sucker for Searsucker. Like, every time I see something in Searsucker, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I need it in Searsucker. Like, how do I do it? But I'm not. Right. That's like a sort of Lily Pulitzer energy. I tried a Lily Pulitzer dress on at TJ Maxx.
2: Uh-huh. Uh,
0: that's actually a lie. I bought it and returned it because the dressing rooms are closed. The point is, okay. I have never looked more ridiculous in my whole life than in a neon pink pineapple print. Like it's just not me and I can't pretend no. it is, you know? No. Yeah. Uh-uh.
4: I don't want to wear those colors, but I'll decorate in those colors.
0: That's how I am too. I can't stand a white wall. Wait a minute. Wendy, yeah. do you ever, and I have, I have to bring something up. It's so funny you brought Target up because I was going to bring this up anyway. But before we go there, okay. do you love like an anthropology home sales section? Because that is where I can fuck some shit up. In an anthropology oh, sales section.
4: You know, I don't, I'm not an anthropology shopper, but I do like to go in there for inspiration. Um, but yeah, i I guess because I don't have one near me, maybe that's what it is.
0: I have to say, I always uh the clothing I always say is like from the furthest kibbutz in northern Israel. It's Hideous. Not cute. Hideous. It's not cute. I don't yeah. care if you're big chested, flat chested, they just try it's like cult, like Nexium, Waco, Texas. Yes. I'm not into it. Not yeah. into it. Yeah. The home stuff. I always say my, my um, aesthetic in my apartment is like LSD Jumanji. Like I just wanted to look like a big jungle game board when that's, so why I love a leaf. I love an animal. I love vines. You know, I just love all that shit coming out of the walls and anthro. Yeah. You can get some amazing stuff that other people I'm telling you, I I feel like we have that connection. Please trust wow. me this. Yeah. Well, you know where I go a lot mm. online is Wayfair mm and
4: overstock. Mm. And I score. Do you? I do. Okay. I do. Go on. Because it's like the, it's like the furniture Lowmans, but like for all price points, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I can't stand a white wall. I love colors and my philosophy, Michelle. Yes. You have to paint your walls colors that you look good in. Mm. you are the queen of the house. Okay. You are the queen. So you can't follow trends. If, if, okay, say right now there's a big push to have green cupboards. I love a green cupboard, but too late. I already painted mine blue, whatever, it's but fine. I look yeah. good in my kitchen. So I spend more
0: time there. You know what I mean? I, I totally may I ask what uh, astrological sign you are. I'm a Libra. Okay. So I'm a cancer with a Libra moon. We're both sensitive girls, possibly why we love cats so much. Uh Um, and I, for example, hate the color red so much. If I see red, I, and I can look okay in red, but it just makes me feel absolutely unhinged. So I agree with you. I have almost no red, but I love like raspberry pink. I just cannot have red in the house and that I'm totally on board. I have nothing red. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You don't like fiery shit. What about orange? I like, I don't love an orange. I Thank you for asking. I don't, I just bought an orange bathing suit that I kind of like. I can do it in a dress here and there, but I I cannot bedeck a wall. I can't put an orange duvet down. My sheets are always navy blue, powder blue. Like I tend to steer. Yeah, I've got a navy blue velvet comforter, you know, love velvet, obviously. Oh, I have taste. Don't let the Hampton Inn fool you, Wendy McClendon Covey. I have a lot of taste. Wendy let's also get into your cats before we get into your comedy career which um to me is one of the most inspiring and I really mean it uh you're very nice you had a a saga yes with a local cat who um (laughs) I have to tell the listener if you don't follow Wendy on Instagram arguably one of the biggest mistakes you're making in your life because I was, this for me was my Alan versus Pharaoh. This was my oh. Alan versus Feral. I don't know. I'll come up with something better. Yeah. It was so intriguing. Will you tell everyone from beginning to end Yes. about the Mocha Chronicles and what happened with this stunningly beautiful cat?
4: Okay. Thank you for asking me about it. Um, it's been one of the biggest highlights of my life uh, <laughs> to deal with this little, this little creature. So, so Let's go back to what, 2018, 2019, I guess 2019, okay. This little, we started getting um, glimpses on our ring apps of this little Siamese cat that would come to our porch and just kind of nose around and then leave. And one thing about where we live, there is a steady stream of animals that comes to our porch For some reason, skunks, possums, raccoons, coyotes, other cats. There's, you know, just a steady stream of animals and it's adorable. Just watching our ring app in the morning. So we kept seeing this little kitty showing up and I was like, oh my God, that's a young kitty. Like she seemed maybe less than a year old. So I started leaving food out. Of course, she keeps coming back. And then I start, I I go on a crusade. Like I am going to make this cat love me. Yeah, I got that. I don't know who she is. She's got to belong to someone. It's a Siamese cat. So I'm out there. I mean, and again, I don't recommend that anyone go all the way back two years ago to see all the machinations I went through to get this poor little baby to come to me. But it was like a nightly ritual for hours. I would lay on my back and sing to her. Oh I would, I would um, feed her. Of course, I would. I would just like I'm gonna bond with this cat. Okay. We had to go to Sedona for a couple of days, and even on those days, we're like watching the ring up. Is she there? Is she there? We had someone leaving out food for her. Aww. So people are starting to say, "Wait a minute, that cat looks pregnant. <gasps> that cat looks pregnant," and we're looking at her going. Oh, maybe she, oh my God, is she pregnant? Yeah. And it's rude to ask. You and know, it's rude saying, to ask. You no, know, you don't want to assume. No. So um, we get home from Sedona. P.S. That's the last time we've ever been anywhere. Um, oh, so great. Reported. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's what? so sweet. Boo hoo. Boo hoo. <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. And we're looking at, she's still not letting me touch her, but I can see, oh, there's, there's movement in that belly. Oh my God. She's so skinny at that point that I could, you know, you can see kittens jiggling around. But within that time, I did get her to come to me. I did get her to let me love on her and, you know, kiss her. She's showing up like 13 times a day for food. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. We are clearly her home base and people, you know, people on Instagram are so helpful sometimes. Well, get a, get a cat trap and trap her, call a rescue, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? We did try to do those things. And the cat res- rescue places were like, we can't help you. We are so loaded down with other kittens. It's the season. We can't do a thing for you. But if you keep feeding her, she will eventually bring her kittens to you.
0: <gasps> How exciting. When she has them. Oh my but God. I'm like,
4: oh no, she's not going to have them somewhere else. I'm putting boxes all around our outside mm-hmm. so that she has a place to have the kittens. Well, on Cinco de Mayo, she comes back, Not pregnant anymore. No. And I'm like, where the fuck are these kittens? (laughs) I go on a tirade. For like five weeks, we cannot find the kittens. Oh my God. I'm going everywhere. And she's leading me on wild goose chases. I'm beating the neighbor's bushes, trying to find babies. Again, Instagram, you're no help at all. Oh, just listen for crying. You'll find them. Like, no, that's not helpful. Yeah, of course, shut up, shut up. They're itty bitty babies. They Aww. sleep most of the time, sleep mm-hmm. and eat five weeks to the day. I see Mocha acting really weird and she keeps jumping through the fence to the next door neighbor's yard, coming back, going back and forth. I'm like, God, that's really weird behavior. What's over there. I look through the fence. I see kittens. I see big, bouncy, gorgeous <sighs> kittens, oh, a dream. Were they in the neighbor's backyard the whole time? They might've been. I don't know. Are you friendly but with your neighbors? We, well, we're pretty friendly now because I jumped that fence and <laughs> with all the grace of a hippopotamus in a tutu, How I jumped that it? fence, started grabbing kittens. Oh my god! It was violent. It was ugly, but I got all of them. Oh my God. And so they're in our backyard now and they're all hiding behind our hot tub. Oh shit. How do we get them out of there? And I'm counting and I'm like, wait a minute. One's missing. No one's missing in the mad scramble to get them over the fence and into our yard. One of them escaped (gasps) and got stuck in between another fence and a planter. And my husband had to saw the baby out.
0: No, it was horrible. Did he use the pause of life? I just came up with that. That is so. <laughs> that is so it scary. Awful. Oh
4: no! It was awful. There's, there's, you know, video of me crying. Oh, oh. I got the last one, and it's fine. And blah, 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 blah. okay, so what we figure we got to do is we got to build a pen around where they are stuck. Okay. So we, they're behind the hot tub. We encircle the hot tub and a big chunk of the patio with fence
0: so that they can come out and, you know, be trapped basically. Can I ask a question? I have to ask one question. And by the way, I've never been more engaged in a story in my whole life. I am oh my God, on the edge so of my seat. You, Tracy, you can totally edit this. Tracy, if you edit this out, podcast's over. I'm telling you right now, do not edit out a single word. Was because I know that your husband is very um, a lovely guy, and he clearly yes. does. Let me ask you this: Did he care as much as you, or was he doing it because he knew how much you cared? He was super irritated with me, sure, that I was so pushy
4: about jumping the fence and getting them. But I said, Greg, it has been five weeks. Yeah, oh. five weeks. These kittens are outside in a place where there's coyotes, there's hawks. I can't do this. No, I'm getting the kit. I'm getting the kittens. Now is the time. Now is the time. And I was so um, forceful that he went along with it, but then he's like, okay, now I'm taking charge. I'm going down to home Depot. I am buying (laughs) some fencing and, um, Blah, blah, blah. So like he got on board really fast. Right. And we were like kitten nurses. Luckily I wasn't working at the time. We, our lives became about those kittens. Oh my God. And they have been such a joy. Yes. Eventually we got them all in the house. We couldn't, we couldn't do that right away. Cause we got five other healthy cats or, you know, God, I don't, I know. You know what? We had three at the time because we had three deaths right in a row. Oh no, I'm so
0: sorry. of, so sorry. of our
4: older kitties. Aww. It was devastating. So then this happened and it was like, oh, the universe, you know, rewarding us. Yeah. I don't know. But um they have gone on, the kittens that we adopted out, they've gone on to do will be adopted by amazing families. One of them is an adventure kitty. What does
0: that mean? It goes like on trips. It goes on trips. It walks on a leash. It rides in a backpack. While- How do you feel about that? And I know maybe you're going to, if you, because I have some, not issues with it, but when I see on Instagram, people like kayaking with a cat in the boat, I'm like, yeah. you know, listen, the whole reason why I like cats is they like to be home. They like to yes. be in a bed. You know, they're not there. And I know people are going to come for me. Um, A girl that I work with, her roommate got a cat and they, in New York city, put it on a leash to take it outside. And I got upset. I said, look, you get cats in New York to be in the house. Like I, and please don't, you know, this is like when judge Judy says, don't write to, I don't read your letters. Like, don't write to me about this. I don't read it. I don't want to know from it. Cause everybody has an opinion, including us obviously, but how do you feel about it? I feel kind of weird. Well, here's the thing. They will tell you really quickly if they don't want to
4: do it. Right. Fine. And you can't force them. Yeah. So the weird thing is that this one cat in particular was the shyest of all the kittens. And I thought would be the most difficult to adopt out. But when I took, when we took her to meet her new mama, and this was a friend of mine that, um, that I went to high school and junior high with or whatever, she lives in Arizona and the kitty was going to go with her daughter. I couldn't even be sad because the bond was so instant wow! that it was like, oh, you were born to go with her. Wow. I've never seen anything like it. I couldn't cry. It was so beautiful. And then within 10 minutes, they're texting me pictures of the two of them cuddled up together. It was no. like,
0: okay, no. well, there it is. I get very jealous of of people with loving cats like that. Like we, oh. you know, I have, I'm like, um... Lenny from Of Mice and Men, Wendy, where I have so much love and I'm also like, you know, tall girl. I think sometimes animals are like, we don't want that much love. We want a little bit less, especially cats. But that's why I like them. Cause Uh when I meet one that adores and like lays on my lap and just cuddles up, to me, that I, I, you know, I'm not I love a dog too, don't get me wrong. Um I just know I don't have any pets, but if I ever got one, I want to be able to eat a meal without feeling guilt. You know, and I always feel like when people have dogs, there's like eyeballs on you, snout on you. Everything is like, give yes. me, it's, you can't be normal with a dog right. in the house. People are going to get mad again. I'm not going to read your letters. Take it away, Wendy. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> people are going to get mad. I just don't like to eat while being stared at. That's it.
4: No, listen, I am with you in that I have a lot of love to give an animal. Yes. I'm very aggressive with my love. Mm-hmm. And they don't, all, they don't always like that. They, they don't. don't always want to come to me and then be dressed in little outfits, <laughs> but that's, that's my love language. Okay.
0: But you kept Dressing Mocha out. and you kept, how, how many of we them? We kept did you keep? Mocha. Of course. We
4: adopted four of the kittens out. We kept Mocha, the mama, and we kept two of her kittens. So now we have three Siamese. And what's interesting, we didn't know this before, is that when a cat is in season, when a female cat is in season. Oh, I like that. She can have. A litter of kittens can be fathered by more than one. <gasps> Tomcat, did you know? No. Yeah. So. Wow. Three mocha. Of the kittens came out, three of the kittens came out looking Siamese. One of them came out as a tuxedo and there's a tuxedo cat that roams the neighborhood. <laughs> I've seen him. That <laughs> we've called Bibbers because he has a white bib. Yeah. And he still to this day comes by the house. And sprays our kitchen window. Oh, sweet. And we've seen him and Mocha together just talking, oh just God. rapping. Wow. And then neighbors. we it, we we had to stop letting Mocha out of the house. But anyway, all this to say we love them.
0: I like you're like three of them came out Siamese. One was a tuxedo. And one then was a tuxedo, one, one was, was a tiger. A tiger and one was Nipsey Russell. Like I'm like, who's <laughs> the most random? <laughs> And then Nipsey Russell was there too. And there was just one of them all. Uh, The tiger, which was six boys and one girl. Oh my God. Seven little kitties. No, no, I'm sorry. Five boys and one girl. So six. Six Oh my God. I can't believe that. Uh, By the way, I love when you said when a cat is in season, that is 100% what I'm calling my period now. Thank you, yeah. Wendy. I'm gonna be like, I, I I'm too in season to work today. I'm sorry. I'm I'm like beyond in season. Like the ultras yeah. aren't kicking in even. I need a day exactly. off. Exactly. I'm in season and for everyone's safety, I'm going to stay home. Yeah, exactly. It I will I will send the cat conversation with this, which by the way, <laughs> you don't I almost want to say you don't even post enough about Mocha. I I could have I Mocha don't. cat updates every day from it makes yeah. me feel good seeing Mocha's it.
4: got an attitude now. Okay, really? Mocha has
0: catitude.
4: She is very spoiled, mm. but loves her life. Let me tell you, you've never seen. She's nice and fat and has gotten darker. We start calling. We started calling her mocha bear because she's yeah. a little bear. She looks like a bear
0: cub now. She's gotten so dark. Spray tan. What's her secret? Taning maybe. Pets? Maybe that's what she's How doing. Cute. In the backyard by the new pen by the hot tub. No, no they, don't they, they don't go out. They don't out go anymore. out anymore. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, she's too, I mean, she's too alluring. She's too alluring. So it's her,
4: it's her son, Cotton, who's oh. really, really the star, who demands that you pay attention.
0: I had a man chase me out of Whole Foods yesterday. And I'm not going to lie. Um, I need, my ego needed it where I went to Whole Foods in this like cheap czar address that I bought, which was like a size too small. And a man ran out after me and was like, ma'am, will you, with thick Southern accent, was like, ma'am, will you go on a date with me? And I didn't (gasps) think he was talking to me. He, I just felt, it felt scary, but also exciting. And I just kept walking being like, there's just, you know, how cocky of me to turn around if I do. So I just like kept (gasps) moving. And then he went, am I too short? Like really yelled it out. And I was like, okay, that is to me, but I'm not turning around (laughs) I went to my car. But now I know what mocha must feel like. And I also am very tan at the moment. You know, you go oh. out, you feel svelte, you feel ready. You're you're in season, as I am, yeah. and you're just ready to go have a good time. And I'm telling you, Wendy, when this when I'm vaccinated, m- this bitch has never been as in season as come May. I want to say, it's it's happening, Wendy. I don't know what's going to happen, yeah. but something is up. Oh, what an expansive time for Michelle Collins. Oh, this is this is it. I'm turning forty this <laughs> summer, and you know it scares me to say it. I know. No, are you kidding? Turning 40 was the best. Talk to me. Turning 40 was the freaking best. I feel really good right now. And I actually think that I, I know that good things are coming. If that makes any sense. Mm. I, it took me my thirties to like get to a place career wise, physically, like I'm feeling good. And I really feel like now this is where things are going to take off. But, but yeah. talk me through it.
4: Oh my God. Turning 40 was like climbing onto a lifeboat and saying, yes, yes, I made it. Fuck everything else. You know, wow. no one tells you that your, your twenties kind of, kind of suck. They do. You think you're having a good time, but there's a lot of like, there's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of second guessing yourself. There's a lot of like insecurity that, um, once you don't have that anymore, you're like, Oh my God, I was living that way. Yes. Why was I worried about all these people? and what they thought of me. They weren't thinking of me. Why did I do that to my eyebrows? Mm. Why did I wear that? Why did I date that stupid person? Oh, oh. my God. Your thirties are all about just like getting to where you think you need to go. Your forties yeah. are like, Oh, why don't I just chill and relax and enjoy this um, life that I've created?
0: Mm.
4: And then 50 boom,
0: 50 was fucking bad. Are you over 50? I'm 51. Can I just tell the listener, because this is an audio podcast. (laughs) I am looking at a newborn baby angel who you look so, I I was, you look, I thought you, I don't even want to say how old I thought you were, but you look so phenomenal, Wendy. Smooth, young, stunning you. And really what, and people always say to me, what's your secret? Like skincare wise. I'm like, Uh literally I have two secrets. I wash my face and I don't have children. I'm like, that is Your skin it. is ridiculous. No, no, no. I've always thought that about you. Your Thank skin you. is But like this is, well, up. I also have my zoom filter on, so don't look at me now, but, oh, good. um, oh, come on. Uh, but I think <laughs> not having children, people are like, what is it? I'm like, I literally sleep every night. I have yeah. almost no stress. I don't have to worry about anyone but myself. You know, I think that that's why that is why I don't have bags under my eyes. And I feel yeah. like not to say the same for you, but maybe that's the secret to like looking I younger. Mean, listen. It's, it's sleep.
4: It is sleep. I have not, I have never once regretted my decision to not have children. I hear you. I, I have never once. And neither has my husband and we have check-ins all the time. You want to, th- you want to talk about it? No. Great. Oh my I'll God. Pick this topic up in another 10 years. Um, Cause I thought, you know, well, Diane Keaton started adopting at 50. Maybe that's something mm. that I would look into, but No. I don't think so. No. And yes, I sleep a lot. Sleep is like the priority. Yeah. And when people say, well, what's your skincare secret? It's like, go to sleep, mm. drink your water and sleep with a humidifier. Honestly, oh. if that's, you know, if that's what I can tell you, especially if you live in a dry place, right. Sleep with a humidifier. And then the next day, you probably won't need as many products.
0: I'm loving that tip. Cause I, I like don't even, I use samples. Like I don't even have like a go-to moisturizer. I'm just like, Oh, did it come in a Sephora bag? I'll try It's basically, it's yeah, yeah, really yeah. true. But um, first of all, Wendy McClendon Covey, the funniest, the kindest and genuinely glowing like a newborn child. Uh, if you don't follow Wendy already, major mistake, Wendy with an eye, Mm-hmm. Um, McClendon Covey uh, follow her on Instagram mainly well just even look at your face here I'm, I'm furious uh, follow Wendy and also watch <laughs> the Goldbergs on ABC um, I'm uh, f- watch Modoc, Marvel's Modoc. Yes. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar if you haven't seen it already what are you waiting for and we're going to talk also Long Weekend coming up in part two yes. I'm excited for that uh, I want to talk about like you know your life a little bit more so we're going to do yes. all that part two Wendy I adore you see you Thursday
5: Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad free, sign up for forever dog plus at forever dog podcasts.com slash plus check out video clips of our podcasts on youtube at youtube.com slash forever team and make sure to follow us on twitter instagram and facebook at forever dog team to keep up with all the latest forever dog news
2: luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall. M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, Mishcall M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.